Hello, this is Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. Come and join me. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening today. My name is Elise, and I am a therapeutic recreational specialist. I have my Bachelor's of Science from the University of Florida. I worked in many different psychiatric units and outpatient with the geriatric population, pediatrics and adolescents, adults, chemical dependency, and eating disorders, and people who were coping with cancer. I also did outpatient with people who were discharged from the hospital, how to integrate them back into their regular everyday lives. Thank you for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is something that we all experience on a daily basis. It's normal to be anxious. So before we start to talk about anxiety, I want us to slow down. I want us to focus. So get comfortable in your chair wherever you're sitting. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold and out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nose. Hold and out through your mouth. When we do this, the air flows to our brain and the more oxygen to our brain helps us relax and focus and feel calm. Now I want you to focus on your body for a minute as you're sitting. If there's any places in your body that feel tense, your forehead, if you feel that you're crinkling your forehead, relax it. Let it feel smooth. You can keep your eyes open or closed. I prefer closed. It puts out all the other stimuli that's around me. So smooth your forehead if you feel tension there. Another common place that we feel tension is our jaw. So if you feel you're biting down or clenching your teeth, relax your jaw. Let your bottom half of your jaw, your mandible area, separate from the top and just let it open a little bit. And feel the tension and the clenching release from the muscles in your jaw area. Another common area is our shoulders. Always feel it there for myself. Relax them, let them fall a little bit so that you're not sitting up straight and tense. Just be relaxed. Focus anywhere else in your body. Are you clenching your fists? Relax your hands. Let your feet and your toes relax. Wiggle those toes and loosen your legs up. Put them in a comfortable position for yourself. Now focus for a minute if there's anywhere else that feels tight and release it. Take in a deep breath through your nose. Hold and release. Now lastly, I want you to use colors. If you remember, we talked about colors in a previous podcast. I want you to choose a color that makes you feel calm. For me, it's the color green or the color blue. So if you haven't closed your eyes at this point, close your eyes and envision that color that makes you feel relaxed, peaceful, calm. 
Let that color just flow all over you. See nothing else but that color in your inner eye, in your inner mind. Take it in. Feel its calmness. Feel its peacefulness. And breathe in. One more time, breathe in, hold, and release, and feel yourself at peace, calm, light, free, and open your eyes. So I hope you feel a little bit better, and even if you still feel tense or anxious, you may not realize it, but by doing that activity will help you focus more and be less distracted by what I'm about to talk about. Anxiety. We naturally have anxiety in our life. It's, not, it's something we just can't avoid. There's positive anxiety, getting married, a special event, having a baby, getting a new pet. You're anxious about all those things, but it's good anxiety. And then, of course, there's things that are negative anxiety that cause us to be uncomfortable and distressed. And that's what we're going to focus a little bit more on today. I'd like to give you the definition of anxiety, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about some type of event that's coming up for you, like we talked about, something that's making you stressed, a doctor's appointment, Whatever is your trigger that makes you stressed, okay? And it's also something that might have an uncertain outcome for you. So having that uncertainness makes you feel that way. There's five generalized types of anxiety. Generalized anxiety, which is just the basic anxiety that um, people feel when they have that chemical imbalance and they have anxiety. There's also OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of those disorders today, but if you are interested, look up OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. It's where you have to have specific things done in a specific way. You may count, you may obsess thinking you're always sick, that, that you're not well. So look it up if you're interested on obsessive compulsive disorder. There's panic disorder where situations, groups, lots of people, um, new environment, you begin to panic. You have a panic attack. You cannot feel controlled in those type of environments. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, we hear of that commonly with soldiers, um, shootings in schools, things that are very traumatic, someone passing away, and COVID-19, yes. COVID-19 is causing um, PTSD in um, a lot of our population, post-traumatic stress disorder. So if you feel that because of the pandemic that you can't sleep, you're having nightmares, you're becoming very fearful to leave your home, very jumpy, very uneasy, reach out to a professional and talk to them about it. Don't be ashamed because we're in uncertain times. And we've, none of us have been through this before, so it's very hard 
to know and understand how it's affecting us very differently. It's a very different experience. So even for the doctors and therapists, this is all new for them seeing this in the people that are coming and saying, this pandemic is really affecting me emotionally with my anxiety. And then there's social phobia, anxiety disorder, social situations, being able to make friends, being in large groups, talking in front of people. It's a social phobia. These are five forms of anxiety, the most popular forms of anxiety. So if you feel like maybe that's me, look it up. Don't delve into it too much. Just look up the basic definition. And if you feel, then please reach out to a professional, either a doctor or a certified therapist. So there are different ways that people are coping with COVID-19. And the reason why I'm bringing up COVID-19 and linking it with anxiety today is something's changing. In many of the states, we've gone to different phases where people are out and about. And all of a sudden, the cases are rising. Now, I know people are saying there's a lot more testing, so we have more cases. But there's also a rise in hospitalizations, which is indicative of the fact that the cases are rising in COVID-19. So what does that do to us? Because we went through this whole self-isolation at home, and then all of a sudden, different states start opening up, and I'm in Florida, which is probably one of the worst states right now. For cases, we opened up very quickly, and all of a sudden, people were out and about. And now, all of a sudden, the cases are rising. Is it affecting you? I know it's affecting me. I actually went out this weekend. We got a rescue pet, so it was very exciting. Another thing that can help you with anxiety. But we were out at the Humane Society, standing outside for a number to be called. So many people didn't have a mask on. Now that's your choice. I get it, but it doesn't protect me when you don't wear a mask. So I became very uncomfortable. And I started backing up and a man was coughing and he didn't have a mask on. I could feel my anxiety taking over me. And I really had to work through it because I wanted to leave. But I knew if I left, I didn't get a dog. And so I had to fight and use my coping skills with inside myself because I was in a public situation. So I couldn't just sit down, close my eyes and start doing a meditation. So I really had to focus and distract myself from my environment and think about something else and look away from these people to control my anxiety. And I did, and we stayed over two hours until we got to meet our new puppy. So that was one incident. And then the next day we went to the pet store. It was a private pet store. It was small, but nobody was in it, so I was okay. We were wearing our masks and so was the woman who worked there. And then people started coming in and no masks. And it was a closed, very close space. And I started to feel it again, my stomach turning, my heart pounding. I needed to get out of the store. I, could, I saw them touching their faces and, and it was making me anxious. And I just said, I'm gonna go outside with the dog. I needed to remove myself from that situation. Once I was out, I could breathe better, I felt free. So that was my experience. I'm sure if you sit and you think, you've all had those experiences. Now, if you're somebody out there free and not wearing a mask and it's not a care in the world for you, then this you cannot relate to. 
But for those of you who have been cautious and are wearing your masks and you're going out there and you feel uncomfortable because you don't feel that you're so protected like you are in your home, you're going to have to start thinking of all these coping skills that I've been talking about because it's not going to change for a long time. And I experienced that firsthand because I was protecting myself in my house and I got comfortable. No stress in my house, not being exposed. But I can't live like that all the time. That's just not realistic. And we wanted a puppy. So I had to deal with the anxiety of going out. And I'm sure as I go out a little bit more, I'll be able to look around and if I see a situation, remove myself from it. Go in the car if I have to to remove myself but I still have to function. So that's what I want your goal to be, is to think about how is this pandemic affecting you now that we're going into different stages with the summer? Write down things that you can think of off the top of your head of the anxiety you start to feel. Do you feel nauseous? Do you start to get a headache? Do you start to get a twitch somewhere in your body? Do you feel your heart pounding? Or do you feel that nervous feeling when something happens and you all of a sudden you get that feeling that overtakes you? Or do you feel like you're starting to breathe very heavy and you're going to have a panic attack? Get a pen and paper, not on your computer, pen and paper. Because let me tell you, our brain absorbs things more, scientifically they've proven this, when we write it. I know a lot of us don't write anymore because we're on our phones and our iPads and our computers, but write it down. Try to think at least five things that cause you anxiety and try to think about five ways you feel that anxiety happening to you. Once you're able to identify what causes the anxiety and what happens to you, what anxious feelings do you experience, then we can talk about the best ways for you to cope. And I've discussed a lot of them with you in my past episodes, but in this episode, I am going to talk about essential oils. Now, I don't know if any of you are familiar with them. I'm assuming a lot of you are. Essential oils have been there for years. It's becoming something very popular now. It's pure oil, if you get the pure oils. There's a lot of places and stores that sell oils that have a lot of chemicals in them. So I want you to kind of stray away from those if you can. The ones that have pure pressed oils from the leaves, from the seeds, from the flowers, they press the oil and it's pure oil that you can put on your pillow to help you sleep at night, that you can put in a bath, drops in a bath, that you can put on your skin. Now not oils, all oils are okay for your skin, but there are a lot that you can put on your skin that absorbs and helps you feel calm. And one of the biggest things is you can get a diffuser. A diffuser is a little mechanism. You pour some water in, you put a few drops of the essential oil, you push it on, and it intermittently disperses it into the air. So you have a slight, faint smell of it, but yet psychologically and physically, it is creating reactions within your body. So essential oils are such an amazing, amazing way for you to cope. Now for me, I love lavender. I put lavender in my diffuser. I have a lavender roll-on. 
So before I go to sleep at night, I put the roll-on on both my wrists and on right below my ears. And it just kind of calms me down. Because you know how you get in a bed if you're not falling asleep watching TV or something? And you feel like a little revved up, but you know you need to go to sleep. This really helps with that. It kind of says, sends a message to the brain. It's time to relax. It's time to be calm. So lavender has been known scientifically to help with anxiety and stress and sleep. Now rose oil, if you like the smell of rose, by inhaling it, it promotes calmness, reduces tension, and might make you feel better. It might be kind of ironic how roses have always been throughout the years a popular bouquet of flowers to give someone. Maybe that evolved from the smell of roses just making people feel calm and stress, less stressed. Something to think about. Vetiver is an oil. It's referred to the oil of tranquility. Don't we all want to just be tranquil? I know I do. So it alleviates emotional stress, anxiety, depression, and those awful panic attacks. It's called vet vetiver. I want to make sure I smell spell it correctly. Elangalang is another oil. It's got like a little bit of a tropical scent to it. It can boost your emotions, reduce your blood pressure, and give you like a sedative, sleepy-like quality. A lot of people love elangalang. You'll see it in a lot of body lotions and such. So it's a really good um, essential oil if it's pure to help you with depression and anxiety and help relax you, make you feel tranquil. Frankincense is a boost, gives that boost like we did with the breathing to your oxygen supply that goes right to your brain. So that's a great way. If you're not able to take those deep breaths, you put a little frankincense if you get a rollerball and it helps get that oxygenation to the brain. Geranium helps you replace negative thoughts with positive ones. That's a good thing, because sometimes we do ruminate on some of those negative thoughts. So imagine if an essential oil can kind of change our thought process from negative to positive. Jasmine, which we can all smell at certain times of the year. Jasmine is blooming. It helps reduce anxiety symptoms, stimulates your brain to improve your mood, very big plus, your energy levels. It can also calm your nervous system. Couple more essential oils. There are so many out there, but I don't want to overwhelm you with too many. I want you just to focus on a few. Another one is mandarin. So if you love that orange smell, for me, for some reason, mandarin like represents summer. I don't know why, but it's a great use for anxiety. And marjoram is another essential oil for anxiety. And neroli. And sandalwood. So if you feel like you like like an earthy, woodsy kind of smell, then sandalwood might be what would work for you. Now, like I said in the beginning, we just got a new pet. So we had pet odors, but I didn't want to get anything that would affect my dog um, in a negative way. So I went online and I looked up essential oils to get rid of pet odor, because that's the one thing about pets that I don't quite enjoy. So I ordered, um, I already had lavender in the house, but I ordered lemongrass and I ordered peppermint 
and I ordered eucalyptus, which are all other great smells. Eucalyptus to me makes me feel like I'm in a spa, has that spa smell. So that's another one if you kind of like that. And lemongrass kind of makes you feel like you're outside. So just a little food for thought on a way to cope with anxiety through essential oils. Now, if you're interested in essential oils, I know someone, her name is Jill Barkley, and she can give you a free consultation, no obligation whatsoever, but if you have certain things that you're dealing with, she may be able to um, talk about some essential oils that might help you through whatever you're experiencing. So her name is Jill Barkley. She gave me her phone number. It's 917-734-4696. That's 917-734-4696. Or you can reach her at my.doterra.com backward slash Jill Barkley. B-A-R-K-L-E-Y. That's my.doterra.com. D-O-T-T-E-R-A dot com backward slash Jill Barkley. And she can give you a free consultation, no obligation. Just talk to her, tell her Wide Open Spaces with Elise sent you, and let me know. Put, put it in the comments and let me know if you enjoy talking to Jill and she was able to help you. And if you do try the oils, let me know what you're experiencing. It's not a medically guaranteed thing, but it's been known that essential oils can be extremely beneficial coping skills. So as I wind down today, I would like to say Black Lives Matter, Happy Pride Month, everybody, and hashtag rescue dogs. So I would like to encourage all of you to explore all your wide open spaces in your world, and I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me for episode eight. Bye, everybody.